0: the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So jazzed that you're here. If it's your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you've been coming back for more, hello. Um, Okay, so today we're gonna talk about victim mindset. This is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's been part of some of my biggest mindset breakthroughs personally. If you know me in real life, you know I talk about victim mindset all the time. It's become something that I just feel like I can point out in a lot of situations. And as, as much as I've broken down a lot of my own victim mindset, uh, there's so many things that still come up. Um, like recently this week, I had a shift where I realized there was another part of my life where I was holding on to a victim story. And so this will change your life so much when you start to be able to recognize when you're getting into victim mode. And I think that we don't all have like a crazy childhood victim story, right? But I think that most of us have areas of life where we do slip into kind of a victim mode. And victim mode can be very synonymous with our kind of our comfort zone, our programming around what we're used to. And if that's something that isn't good, perhaps we should look at it from this perspective. So that's what we're gonna dive into today. And this is a forewarning that sometimes people can be very triggered when I talk about manifestation. Uh, the fact that we can become whoever we want and do and be whatever we want. A lot of people don't like to hear that because, dun da there's some victim minds out there right? People feel like, oh, well, just because you did it doesn't mean someone else could do it. We can't all start an online business. We can't all be successful. We can't all be wealthy. Well, says who? Here's the thing. Are some people born into situations where they things are more favorable for them? Obviously, yes. Hello? Yes. I'm not saying that that isn't true. What I suggest with manifestation um, is that once we understand these tools and we have this information, we can use it to create any life that we want. Now, are the children in Africa and, and people in the slums being taught this? No. And even if they were, yes, things would be much harder for them than it is for us. Yes. But why would I not share the tools that have taken me from rolling around in victim mindset, feeling sorry for myself, having a lot of anxiety, feeling kind of, I mean, I was in a successful career, but I wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled and I had no time um, or energy left to do anything that I wanted to do after working so much. So the things that have changed my life, I'm going to share them with you, even though sometimes they trigger you because we need to be triggered. We sometimes need someone to almost slap us in the face and explain these principles to us so that we can be like, okay, fuck, you're right. I have been part of the problem and here's how we can fix it moving forward. Okay guys, interrupting this episode to give you our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Usual Wines. Usual wines are for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour, or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more squeezing that cork back into that bottle, trying to save the last little bit, because the single size format and the perfect size. Usual wines are made from world-class AVAs in California and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. These wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have a limited production Brut Rosé just for the summer. So head over to their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code CONFIDENCE for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. So, my, I'll talk about my own history with victim mindset and I did an episode, I mean, I think I looked back, I think it was like almost a year ago, so you guys probably don't even remember, remember, but I did an episode about victim mindset and I kind of shared with you my history with it and really like what I didn't realize was like in my earlier 20s and really up until like two years ago when I learned when this was, I was kind of walking around thinking, oh, you know, I've gotten pretty far in life, I'm pretty successful, but it's been hard. It's been a struggle. Everything was so much easier for everybody else. You know, I, I knew a lot of people my age who were still under their parents' health insurance. Their parents paid for college, gave them a car. You know, in college, I had friends whose parents gave them money or they didn't have to work, you know, lots of hours or whatever. And it was all like part of my victim story, right? So mine really related to money. It related to growing up not having much money um, and kind of... Struggling in a sense in childhood and having to learn how to make money pretty quickly and working full time in high school and working a lot in college and feeling like other people were born with a silver spoon because they didn't have to do those things. And so that was my victim story. And what I didn't realize and what's hard to admit, and it's even harder if you haven't already worked through your own victim story, being a victim feels fucking good it feels good. Okay. It does. And here's why. When we tell our victim story, when I used to tell people uh, how I grew up poor and I'm, I'm a first generation college grad and, you know, I never had anybody, like I'd learned to do my own taxes when I was 16 and I, you know, I didn't have somebody like, you know, paying my car insurance until I was ever actually ever. So, you know, I didn't have those things. When I tell that story, it was very much like a, Woe is me, poor little Leah, poor little girl. Um, it feels good because we get other people's energy when we can make other people feel sorry for us. That's our goal when we tell our victim stories. Our goal is to make people feel bad for us so we can take away some of their energy and make ourselves feel a little better. We don't know that's our goal, it's very subconscious, but that's what we're doing and why this feels good to be the victim is because it's what our it's what we're used to. It's our programming, it's our set point. We're used to our victim story, we're used to feeling sorry for ourselves, we're used to telling our victim story and having other people feel sorry for us. And it takes away a little of our responsibility too, right? It takes away some of your responsibility. Um We can use it as an excuse for things, for ways that we behave, for things that we do. Oh, well, I didn't have the same opportunities. I had to do everything on my own, whatever, right? So it feels good um, often to tell our victim stories and make people feel sorry for us. And uh, if you're like, Leah, that's not what I'm doing with mine. Well, we're going to walk through how we can kind of take a closer look at that. But what what this does, like what this does for us when we have a victim story, it keeps us in our comfort zone. It keeps us small. And even if your comfort zone is you being super uncomfortable, if it's your set point, if it's what you're used to, if it's your programming, this victim story keeps you there. Keeps you at a certain income level. Keeps you from going into a certain field of work because you don't think you can. Right? These stories keep, uh, basically the victim stories us saying, we can't do things because of X, Y, or Z. We can't do things because of X, Y, or Z. You know, things are too hard for us. We can't do them. Uh, Everybody else has it easier. And that keeps us in the comfort zone, which again, feels good because leaving the comfort zone feels bad. Our ego says, do not leave this comfort zone. Keep doing the same things you've been doing and just if you tell this victim story you don't have to make changes if you tell the story about how everyone in your family has always been overweight or has always smoked or whatever then you don't have to be the one who changes it because you can feel sorry for yourself that you were born into a family like that um if you are dating someone who can't contribute financially or is not treating you very well, or whatever the problem is, and you've just always dated the same person, your victim story might be why you can't seem to break free from that type of a relationship. Because you've told yourself that's as good as it gets, basically. So, what do we do? We're choosing to struggle. We're choosing to struggle if struggle is our programming. If we grew up struggling, a lot of people never leave that even even when they could have opportunities even when they could create opportunities and make changes because when you're when you're programmed to feel a certain way that programming is your comfort zone and we subconsciously don't want to leave that so we don't we continue struggling i have noticed this a lot in business there's a certain amount of money that i am apparently very comfortable making and I'm not very comfortable making more money. And that's been really interesting to look at because when you're, when you're doing something online, you know, it's I, I'm selling different programs all the time at different price points, completely different price points, and yet earning around the same amount of money almost every single month because there's an amount of money that I'm comfortable with. So how can I, so my thing right now is like busting through that and saying, no, I'm not going to remain at this set point just because it's what I'm comfortable with. I'm going to push past this. And we need to do that in every area of life. If if eating healthy is a struggle for you because you grew up eating a bunch of junk food, that doesn't have to be a victim story. You can change that. We all can. But just know that the reason why it's so hard for you to change it is because that's your comfort zone, that's your set point and we have to look at it, break it down and write a new story. So I'm reading a really good book right now called Warrior Goddess Training. It is so good, it came as a recommendation to me on Instagram and a few people recommended it saying it was their favorite book. So of course I ordered it and I was reading it this week and it was talking about kind of victim mindset. And the woman who wrote this book gave her example, which was moving. I think she said she moved like eight times as a kid. So always going to a new school, in a new country, like a new culture, not having any friends, finally making friends and finally fitting in just to move again. And it developed like an abandonment fear for her. And she said, you know, when she would tell the story, she would feel sorry for herself, but eventually it came time to write a new story. And so her example was like she rewrote it from what I just explained to moving every two years made me so open to new cultures and we were an adventurous family and I got to travel the world and it made me who I am because of blah, 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 blah. Right. So she made a new story. And what was really interesting was one thing that she said was which story is true? Which story is true? The one that this, the one of the poor girl who had to travel all the time and leave her friends and make new friends, or the one where all of that was a good thing because she ended up learning about different cultures and blah, blah, blah. Well, the interesting thing is they're both true depending on which perspective you're looking at it with. And so I have been, I have been realizing for quite some time that my own story, and my story is not crazy, right? I didn't grow up like, in extreme poverty or anything like that. Um, My story is not crazy, and there's people with much crazier stories. But for me, what I realized is that every single part of my life has led me to exactly where I am now. And I can look back and connect everything and realize how important it was that I had an entrepreneurial spirit kind of thrust upon me at a very young age and had to hustle and learn how to make money and become very crafty and very resourceful and very independent and that has allowed me to create the career that I have. And you know, sometimes I think that it it would be nice to have, you know, whenever I was like wanting to quit my full-time job, it would have been nice to have a husband that like made six figures, you know, made lots of money so I wouldn't have to necessarily have the pressure. You know, I could have quit my job a lot sooner instead of working two jobs um, for a long time, which I did. But here's the thing, if that had been the case, maybe I would have, maybe it would have worked out, but maybe I wouldn't have had the drive to stick it out when the online business world gets tough. Cause it gets tough, the rejection, the <laughs> no, one, no one liking your stuff and showing interest and you just having to put it out there on the internet anyways for months, right? I, would I have done all of that if I could have just like not made any money and it wouldn't have made a difference? I don't know. So looking at it that way is so different and looking at it the way of, huh, if I would have grown up with with lots of money and if I wouldn't have had all the bills and everything at such a young age, maybe I wouldn't have learned to be so resourceful. Maybe I wouldn't have learned to be so independent and developed a mindset of like, well, I can have any life that I want, but I got to do it on my own. That's the mindset that I developed through all of that. And that has been extremely beneficial to me. So, why why would I continue to tell the story of woe is me? You know, why would I continue to tell that story? What I have now is great. And everything that has happened has contributed to exactly who I am. And you may be thinking, okay, I get that, but I'm not anywhere special right now. And I, you know, can't seem to get it together. How can I see my story differently? Decide it's different. (laughs) So what I did after reading this book was it has you write down your victim story and then it has you rewrite your victim story. So rewrite your story. What pieces from your story have made you who you are, have been beneficial? Can you view it any other way? Is there a perspective that anyone on earth could see it differently at? you are the author you are the author of the next chapter of your life you have the pen in your hand and you have the choice to make a change and you have a choice to do things differently and not everyone has that choice because not everyone listens to the Canon confidence podcast see and not everybody knows these tools and knows about this but now that you do what's your excuse now that you know what a victim mindset is and what kind of trap it can keep you in what's your reasoning um a lot of people grow up in a situation like mine and end up and end up stuck you know it's not super common for to be a first generation college grad especially then to go and get a master's that's not common the common thing is you do what your parents did right um But that's a choice. And you might be thinking, well, I didn't go to college or well, I, you know, I don't have any, any skills that came from it. I I can't think of anything. You have to look at it differently. You just have to. It's never too late to change your life. It's never too late to go back to school. It's never too late to learn a skill. It's never too late to start an online business because nowadays, let's be honest, especially in coronavirus times, people will be spending their money on the internet. There's not a whole lot of other places to spend it. And that's that's most likely only going to grow. The The most likely thing is that that's going to continue to grow. There's no reason you can't change things. If you've always dated a certain type of douchebag, the only person to to really be able to change that is you. Only you can sit down and write a new story in your journal tonight and say, you know what? She decided to stop dating douchebags. She decided to look for Prince Charming and to not settle. And if you are in business, this, this whole victim thing will change a lot for you. Because mo- a lot of the time when I have clients who are working to get over like a hump, like an earnings hump, or like make us a full-time income or whatever or even sometimes just get their first two clients a lot of the times the block does have to do with money with accepting money from people with receiving money with keeping money with earning with charging a certain amount of money are they worth it blah 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 blah. those are the things that come up a lot of the time so why are you you know what can you connect any of that to your victim kind of modes you know um, yeah, that's, that's going to be huge when we're talking about our businesses and truly doing this inner work for shit like this has made all the difference in my business and it will make all the difference in your business and in your life. Cause the more that you clean up your side of the street and you clean up your mindset and you ditch these old stories and you rewrite new ones, you're going to start to glow. You're going to start to feel much better. And people want to buy things from people who make them feel good or who are feeling good and have good vibes coming out of them, right? That's going to improve every area of your entire life. So what's your victim story? And I'm not suggesting here that if you have like legit trauma, that you should just rewrite it and decide it didn't matter. Like that's a different thing. Um, And that's a thing where you gotta like work through that. You gotta like go to therapy, you gotta journal hardcore, you gotta do tapping, you gotta do it all to clear that. And clearing trauma involves feeling it. It doesn't involve shoving it away and saying, you know, eh, it's whatever, That that's gonna repress it and it's gonna stay in your body. So you've gotta feel through that. And for the record, like it's good to feel everything, <laughs> anxiety, whatever all the different things we've got to feel them because when we just try to shove them away and go back to like high vibing it up they stay inside of us but if you can let yourself feel that way and literally sit in that and do nothing but feel it sometimes it'll move through you way 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 quicker it'll move through you because you're allowing it to so I'm not suggesting everyone's life has, can just be, they can feel like they had a perfect childhood and nothing was wrong. But I am suggesting that doing the work and clearing it up will change your life. So I want you to think about what your victim stories are. Where are the things where you feel bad for yourself? And how can we work through them? How can we work through them so they no longer control us? because they will control us as long as we let them, and that's a fact. Okay, so that's kind of all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to hit subscribe, drop me a five-star rating and a review, and if you are thinking about starting your own podcast, I know so many of you have that dream inside of you, I have a podcasting course starting in just a few weeks and I'm so excited. I'm teaching everything that I know about podcasting, about branding branding it, about marketing it, strategies that I use to grow my podcast to a top 200 in less than a year with no paid ads. I'm giving you all of it. We're also going to work on the mindset aspect of it, the fear that comes up with starting it, the self-doubt with putting it out there. I'm going to teach you how to work through that specifically so you can put your podcast out into the world, feeling good about it. I'm going to teach you how to monetize it, all the things. It's going to be so, so, so good. So I have the link to that in the show notes if you're interested. And it's also a live course. I think this is the only time I'm going to do this course live. So every week for six weeks, you'll have a live training with me with Q&A. There's a private Facebook group where I'm answering all your questions. It's just going to be, it's going to be amazing. Okay. I love you guys and I will see you next week.